Father, we just thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. We ask you to bless your word to our hearts. Bless your people, Lord God. They are your people. Father, God, this is your word. May they hide your word in their hearts that may not sin against thee, Lord God. Bless them, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, say, Jesus is the answer. Hallelujah. Say, thank God for Christmas. You have some folks today who want to get rid of Christmas. They call it Xmas, holidays. What else? Give me some names. Um, happy holidays and all that stuff. But, but, but Christmas, season's greeting, and they want to get Christ out of it, you know. It's not really, not really they're against Christmas, but they are not. The businessmen they are not against Christmas. You know they're not. You see what I'm saying to you? Because this is the day when everything goes black for them, right? You see? But they're against Christ. The Christ of Christmas is what they don't want. But God is, you know, I, 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 was, I was thinking the other day. I was laying in my bed and I was thinking. I said, if God was like man, can you imagine? <laughs> well, let me put this way. If God was like me, <laughs> I'm going to bring it on right now, <laughs> you know, and all this mess them folks are doing, you know, gone. <laughs> you see, I've not been for the grace of God that came into my heart. That's what I would have done. But I thank God that God is always the answer. How many are God is the answer? Come on, say, Jesus, Jesus is the answer for the world today. Andre Crouch wrote that song, great song. Without Jesus, everything is gone and done. Can you imagine it? The first Christmas message that came didn't come in Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. The first Christmas message, first Christmas message came in Genesis chapter 3, verse 14. When God, what did God say in that scripture? He says, so the Lord said unto the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle. And more than every beast of the field, and out of your belly shall, and on your belly shall you go. I put my glasses on here. But it shall you go, and you shall eat dust. Come on, say, the devil bit the dust. <laughs> when Jesus came, the devil bit the dust. Hallelujah. Another one bite the dust. Hold it. All the days of your life, you'll beat the, eat the dust. And I will put what? Enmity between you and, uh, and between your seed and her seed. And he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise her heel. His heel. So you know then that was the first prophecy or the first mention of Christmas. Jesus Christ would come. I want you to look at how, what, how God brought it in, how it came in, 
how this Jesus came. And you ever, you ever notice that God does things in mysterious and wonderful ways, right? In ways that you don't understand. Because here it is, Adam had sinned and cast everything to the devil, gave everything to a man who, to a, a spirit or a being that kills, steals, and destroys. And he sold us out to him. And, and here now, you would think now, if I, am, if I am God, the first thing I would do, let's wipe out Satan and his kingdom. Huh? Isn't that what you would do? Get rid of the problem. Just get rid of the problem. Who need a pro the problem? Get rid of the problem. And Satan is looking for God to come at him. Because he, done, done, he did something that really changed the course of what God wants for this world. Because the Bible says, for God so loved, what? The world. So God loves the world. Come on, say, God loves this world. Everything in it. God loves it. So we know that God loves the world. And here it is now. And, and you know when God loves something, he gives his all to it. And here it is now. All, he gives his all to it. And somebody comes in and mess it up. Somebody walk in my family. I want to mess up my family. They got to see me first. Isn't that true? You wouldn't really let anybody walk in your family and do whatever they want to do with your family. Amen? Hallelujah. But look at this. God Almighty looked down, and here is disaster. Here is destruction. Sin is, going, sin is going to be rampant. There's no laws. There's nothing to stop Satan from doing whatever he wanted to do. And the answer that God has for this, you know, before I say that, a lot of folks today, you know, last night as I was looking through this, for this message, you know, a lot of folks today, they say, um, you know, why did God cause that to happen? Why did God cause everything, that, everything that's bad? They say, why did, if God is the God of this world, right? Why did God cause this to happen? But God is God. And his word, he follows his word. God has given this earth to what? To man, to you and I. Don't blame God for what you should be doing. Don't blame God because you, you missed the mark. Check yourself. That's why I don't, them atheists, I, 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 have not, I think the atheist is the worst when it comes to this world. Because the fact of the matter, they are so smart, Brother Mike, they are so smart that they, <laughs> they said, well, God didn't do that. God didn't do that. And they think that they are smart because most of them have been to Harvard, been, been to Yale, been, been to all these great universities. And basically what they're saying, my professor didn't teach me nothing because I, I went to college for what? Did I go to college just to go to college? I go to college to get solutions. 
in higher education. <laughs> Why do you go to college to get higher education to do math and language and psychology to do so that you can learn to do better? Amen? You want to do better. That's why you have good doctors, mediocre doctors, and bad doctors. <laughs> Some that got D on their test and it's taking care of my body. <laughs> and they're saying that, oh, why did God do this? Why did God do that? But I tell you, man, right? I'm fascinated by who God is. Because here is God, calamity comes and and God comes out and he says, okay, Satan, you want to know the answer? The seed of a woman is going to bruise your head. <laughs> and Satan says, I know I beat him real bad this time. I think that's what Satan said. I, be, I really beat him bad this time because he's going. <laughs> he said, a seed of a woman shall bruise my head. The seed of a woman. Hello. You said seeds of its kind. Remember when God was creating the earth in chapter, I think chapter 3 or 4, when he was making it um, create seeds, he said, he said the seed with its kind. That means he's going to produce it's kind. And you know, he knew that this me, the man's seed is supposed to produce his seed. And he's going to, God is going to say, the seed of a woman, I know he's wacko. I know I bruised him real good. I hit him real hard. I, t I, let, I let Adam did that sin. It's getting him, it's turning crazy. Blessed be God Almighty. I don't like to add crazy to God's name. Blessed be God Almighty. And what? <laughs> and God said, the seed of a woman shall bruise the serpent head. <laughs> then God came down the line, you know. He's going to remind people about years and years have passed down to Isaiah the prophet. If you look at Isaiah the prophet, look at verse, chapter 7, verse 13 to 14. Yes. I'm like, oh, this is the right one. Isaiah chapter 7. Yeah, verse 13 to 14. Said, then he said, hear now, O house of David. He's talking about the house of David, right? It is, it is it a small thing, I'm reading from the New King James Version, for you to weary me? Weary men, sorry. But will you weary my God also? Who can weary God, right? Therefore, since you're trying to weary me, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. All the mess that is, they're doing, all the mess that Isaiah see, saw in, 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 in Israel and what, what are people doing? Worshipping idols, 
building altars against God. He says, behold, this is what, this is my solution. This is my answer to what you're doing. To fix your problem. To fix your problem. He's saying, I'm going to fix your problem. This is going to fix it. This is how I'm going to fix it. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. And the word Emmanuel means God on the inside of you and I. Emmanuel. And God, all through the ages, he kept saying, he kept, um, when people get crazy, and know they don't know how to fix the world. They don't know what to do. You see what is happening to the world today? <laughs> and we, we send guys into Congress. We vote for them and send them to Congress. And they sit there, and they... Problems in America is having problems. We have inflation. We have in, what? What, are we, what problems are we having in this country? If inflation. Huh? <laughs> Overpopulation. Then, then, then the next thing you hear about crime, murder, all that stuff is happening. And you send these guys there and what happened? They come up with all different kind of answer. And they have an answer to the answer and an answer to the answer. <laughs> you know, they never can find the answer to the problems. But God Almighty, in the midst of this, he says, Behold, a virgin shall conceive. And then he, he has an answer to the, to the folks who says they are so great. In Isaiah chapter 9, Read one and two, and then we go read first. Verse, verse six. Amen. It says, Nevertheless, the gloom will not be upon her who is distressed. As when the as when at the first, he lightly esteemed the land of Zebulun. He's talking about the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. These are tribes of Israel. And afterwards, more heavily oppressed her by the way of the sea, beyond Jordan, in Galilee of the Gentiles. This is what it says. The people walk in darkness have seen what? Great light. The people who are walking in, those who dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon him light has shone. Let's go to verse 6. And he comes up. For unto us, a child, he's giving the answer to all the problems that happening in the world. Unto us, a child, a son is born. A child is born. Unto us, a, is given. And the government will be upon his, and his name. What it says, the government shall be upon his shoulder. How many know that? Jesus is carrying this government. That's why Christians, 
But you know, I, I, I hear some of these prophets, they're always prophesying doom. You go on YouTube and Facebook and, and they, they call themselves prophets. And they say, in 2024, there's going to be an earthquake. There's going to be a great storm. There's going to be famine. Now, I'm not saying that it can't happen. Eh? Because the Bible doesn't prophesy that. But you know what happened? Do you really want that? Do you want, really want famine? Answer me. Please be, 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 do you really want, talk to me guys. Do you really want famine? Do you really want earthquake? Do you want to see this building just go to shaman to shaman? Do you really want that? Do you really want that? Right? So the point is that sometimes I will see dreams and stuff that is coming. You know what I do? I don't sit there and go and prophesy. I pray against it. I say, God, I know what is coming. I know what is coming. But God, I'm praying against it. God, it's not good. I got, God, in the, in the midst of you doing that, could you send revival? Could you send a move of God? Could you send prophets and kings and, and preachers all over this country to preach the gospel, to raise the dead, to heal the sick? Could you do that, God, instead of judgment? How about that? That's what God did. In the mix of the chaos, what he did? He said, I'm going to send somebody. Hey, how good is going to rule my people, Israel? I'm going to send somebody. I'm going to send. <laughs> so the answer to all the problem was going on during the days of Era the king. All that was happening. They were doing all sorts of stuff. What man does. And God says, Behold, a virgin shall conceive. And down through the ages, if you look in Matthew chapter 1, it gives you what? The genealogy of where Jesus came from. If you read it, remember I tell you that the names are important? The begots are important? And you read all the begots come down, and you say to yourself, God Almighty is going to bring a king into the world. <laughs> Amen? God Almighty is going to bring a king into the world. And he chose a thief, a harlot, a poor man. Uh, name it. If you look at the genealogy, a whole bunch of them... Are misfit, misfits. To you and I, there are misfits. To you and I, they're nothing. You and I, they should go to jail. To you and I, get rid of them, God. But God says, I'm going to use them to bring my son into the world. I'm going to use them to, oh my God. Got to do something here. Aren't you glad you came, sweetheart? I'm going to lay hands. Are you glad you came to church today? 
In the name of Jesus, you're not a misfit. That's what God says. You are not a misfit. And you don't need to be messing up your body because God says, I'm going to use you. In the midst of, oof, I feel an, whoa, you better get right with God. Whatever you have to do, sweetheart, I know you. You've been here before. Oh, Jesus. God said, let me do it. You've been trying so hard. I don't know you are. God says, let me become just like you are to me. I said, God, I can't do it. Throw your hands up and surrender and say, I can't do it no more. I want you to do it. And I'm going to lay hands on you. Where's the oil? Somebody get the oil, please. Hallelujah. 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 I tell you, and I know why God gave me this message. <laughs> how, about, how, many, how many of you know that a whole bunch of you, hey, she ain't, ain't going to be no good. She, oh boy, she, oh, she doing that, she doing that. Ah, Lord Almighty. I tried my, yes, you tried your best. But God says, a virgin. God says a son is born in you and greater is in he that is in you than he that is in the world and you are precious to me. Come just as you are. You know it's that God said God says I didn't come to call the righteous. I didn't come to the ones who point fingers. <laughs> Woo! Pardon me, this pardon me. When I think of what God does, I didn't come to call her. I come to call you. Amen. Who comes just as you are without one plea, but that my blood was shed for you. And that thou bids me come. Oh, Lamb of God, she comes right now in the name of Jesus. And Satan, I command you to decease and stop right now. I cut your cords. I cut your relationship. I cut everything that you have tied her into. In the name of Jesus. And I command the glory of God, the Holy Ghost of God, to come upon her and give her strength, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. God says to do this. The first of January, first day in January. I know that you guys want to eat and sometimes God does some weird things. I give some weird, in, does I tell you, he gives some weird instruction. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, ah, that's such a strong anointing right now. Woo, woo, huh? Sometime God is telling some weird things. From January the 1st to January the 5th. God says to do a fast. Now, he didn't tell me how to, what to tell you, what kind of fast to do. You know what fast is? Yes. God said to do a fast. And in the midst of that fast, he said, I want you to talk to me. Mm -hmm. Whoa! Mm -hmm. 
I want you to talk to me because I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to give you instructions. Maybe the first day may not be good. You may want to fall. I'm not giving instructions now. The first day you might say, man, pastor. <laughs> but go on. You keep it on right down to the fifth day. God is going to work something in you. I want, I, want, I want you to, every friend that you have, don't even call them. First of January now, to the fifth of January, you cut off all friends. You cut off all family. See that your family over there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you should bring food. I say, no, I don't want food. I'm fasting. And I'm believing God. I know you take medication and all that stuff, and, but God will direct you. When God gives you something, he'll give you the strength to do it. And God says he's going to do it for you. He started doing it already from now and this morning. He's going to do it. And you know what happened, sweetheart? Come to church. Come to church. As the church door open, bust it open and come in. To come to, I'm, just, I'm giving instruction now. Good instruction. Instruction I'm giving you because I love you. All right? just want you to know that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, he came. He came not to call the righteous, but sinners. <laughs> he came for me. All you ones who, all you ones who say, well, I, I don't want to be like you, Mike. <laughs> I don't want to be like this one. Hallelujah. I want to be like God. I want to be like Jesus. So all the time, all the genealogy, all the folks, all the genealogy, all the way coming down from Genesis right down to Matthew. And Matthew lays out the whole genealogy. And I like how Luke put, Luke was so precise. Folks say that this, this virgin birth is, a, is, is not, is a figment of your imagination. And God, God, God don't have a son. Well, he got me. If you don't want it, I'm a son of God. Hallelujah. So, so. He comes all through the ages and he comes down to the new covenant. And Isaiah says, unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Unto us a, come on, say, child, a child is born. Come on, say, a child is born. So the child is born in a manger. Hey, unto us a child is born. Hey, he was born in a manger. Unto us a child is born. But he says, he's giving the answer to the world now. He says, but unto, unto us a child is born. Unto us, what? A son is Given, come on, say a child is born, but a son 
He's given. Oh, hallelujah. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Unto us a child is born. Born in a manger. Born 2,000 years ago. Born just like you were born. Born of a virgin. Glory to God. But oh, hallelujah. He grew up. Glory to God. Uh, he grew up uh, and he went about doing good. Uh, oh, doing all the good things. Uh, for 33 years, he did all the great things. Uh, he healed the sick. He raised the dead. He feed 5,000. He did great and mighty things. All through that time, he did it. He was the answer. Do you know for the three and a half years that Jesus was on the earth, there was no catastrophe? Read your history. <laughs> three and a half years he was ministering. And he healed the sick. Thousands and thousands of people followed him. Because a son was given. See, a son is given. Come on, say it again. A son is given. Come on, say it like you still get it. A son was born. It's, it's over. It's, we come on, read it every Christmas. But a, a son is given. Come on, say, I am given. Hey, you are a son of God. Know, know that you are a Son of God. Some of you are still children. You're still in a manger. <laughs> but God says it's time to grow up. Amen? Come on, say it's time to grow up and start acting like a son. What a son does. He follows in the footsteps of his father. What does his father do? Father, heal the sick. The father loves. The father raised the dead. The father lays on the sick and they recover. So that's what the son should do. Then he says, on this son, the government shall be where? On his Shoulder. And his name shall be called. Come on, says wonderful. Come on, say hi. You know, we, we, we like to say, oh, Jesus is wonderful. Of course, I'm wonderful. You should be wonderful. He's a counselor. Is that what you should be? You see, they put these things on Jesus, but they don't put it on. You see, you got to bring it to you. You're a, if you're a son of God, now are we the sons of God. And it does not appear what we shall be. But when he shall appear, we shall be like him, 
for we shall see him as he is. So I'm asking you, how is Jesus? Is Jesus sick? You should see him as he is. Is Jesus poor? Does Jesus lack anything? Help me then. Can somebody help me then? Something is wrong with this picture. Because in 1 John 4, 17, it says this. And I can say this. The day you were born again, you became what? The son of God. Is that true? How many of us here are sons of God? Raise your hands. If you're born again, if you're not born again, then I'm going to come get you born again before, I, before you leave here, you're going to be born again. Because you need it. I'm telling you, raise your hands. If you are high, let me see it. Because I'm going to come to you. If you don't raise your hands, pastor is going to come straight to you and get you saved. That's, how, that's, what, that's the mandate God has given me for, 20, for 2024. You ain't saved. I'm going to make sure you get saved. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I see everybody is saved. Everybody's a son of God. You're, I'm a son of God. Okay, well, let, let, me, let me give you something now. 1 John 4, read that from verse 17. Love has been perfected. Come and say, love has been perfected love among us. In this. In this. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment. That we may have boldness. In the day of judgment. In the day of judgment. Because as he is. Because as he is. He is. As so he is. So are we in this so world. So are we in this world. All right, let me bring it down to right now. I can use my brother here, right? I say, as he is, so am I. In this church. What am I saying? What relation, what connection I am doing? When I'm, what I'm, I'm, I'm connecting him to me. I'm connecting him to my level, right? To his, his level, to my level. Is that what I'm doing? As he is, so am I. So Jesus is saying, John is saying, guys, I want you to know this. As he is, who he is. He is his, who is he is. Come on, talk to me, guys. Come on. If you don't talk to me, then we don't, we're going to be here for a while. All right? As he is, so are we in heaven. Come on. No, no, no. We, 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 that means we missed it then. I missed it. As he is, so am I in this world. So everybody want to put it on Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Now Jesus, the Bible says he has given you the name of Jesus. 
That means he has given you the authority of Jesus. He's, he is, you're seated in heavenly places in authority with Jesus. So the fact is that it's time we move from childish things to become a son. So 2024, last week I talked about leaping forward. We're leaping forward from children to sons. Are we going to move into taking care of chaos? God's answer is not your answer, not what you want. You see, God sees chaos and what God says. What he says, let there be. Come on, say. This is Christmas, Eve, Eve. But as this year is over, I'm going to leap into the power of God. I'm going to be what God wants me to be. I'm going to change my ways. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm giving you an assignment. All of you want my voice. I want you to go look up the number four. Get all the information about the number four. You'll be fascinated to know what how powerful the number four is. Because the number so four. Come on, say four. Come on, four. Come on, say four is important to me. I'm gonna know there are four gospels. There's a whole power in four. So we're moving into year 24. Amen? Multiply four by eight, you get 32, right? But you multiply three by eight, how much you get? 24. Come on, say 24. I'm going to leave you with that to get you thinking. Stick and research that number four. My God, some powerful things are about to happen this year. Hear the prophets talk about destruction happening. But I, I glory to God. I'm talking about the fourth man in the fire. I'm talking about what <laughs> the people see when, when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was cast into the fire furnace. But oh, somebody stepped in. So everybody's saying, I don't know what's going to happen to me in 2024. I'm here to say to you, the fourth man who I've been serving all these years is still with me. And this fourth man is about to show up with miracles. This fourth man is about to do great things for me. This fourth man is going to show me signs, wonders, and miracles. The fourth man quenched the fire. 
Come on, say he came. In the midst of chaos. <laughs> Can you imagine a king? King Jesus. I said to the at the gate folks, when Prince William was born, do you remember and Prince Andrew, that's his name? Prince Andrew and Prince Harry and Prince Williams. In the news, oh, Prince, Prince Williams just burped. Oh, his first puke. And here is Jesus, the Son of God, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, born in a lonely manger. Oh, my God. Can you see, guys? In the midst of your chaos, what are you in? What are you facing today? What are you facing that you don't know how to fix? What are you looking into? What are you looking at today that you don't have the answer to it? I'm here to say to you today, he was born in a manger. He was born in chaos because he came to fix chaos. So whatever, whatever you're going through, the chaos fixer is here. Come on, say Jesus is here. What you're facing in 2024, the chaos fixer is here. <laughs> he's here, come on, say he's here. He's here right now. He's here right now. Jesus is here. Hallelujah. Because mm, mm, mm. you must understand. Whatever is happening to you, God saw it. And God allowed it. And God will fix it. That's why I like this scripture. I'm going to end with the scripture. The Bible says that all things, come say, all things work together. All things work together. Come on, say, all things work Come on, come on. To, together for them who love the Lord. So you take the good, you take the bad, you take everything that's bad. And God is saying to you this morning, you take all of that. Take this piece here. I got some problems here. I got this here. I got that here. Our troubles. I said, trouble in my way. <laughs> I gotta cry sometimes. <laughs> oh, so much trouble. <laughs> cry sometimes. <clears throat> gotta wake at night. But that's all right. Cause I know. Yeah. He fixed it for my mama. 
If it's for my daddy. I know Jesus. <laughs> come on, say Jesus. Come on, come preach me like, like them old folks used to preach when, when hell was around them. He said, Jesus. You remember your forefathers and your foremothers. Uh, when, when trouble in their way, they, they don't know how to feed their children because them folks have stopped them from buying food at the grocery store. You don't know that. Uh, you will not experience that. You can walk into the grocery store and buy any food you want. Uh, but you remember when my foreparents and your foreparents couldn't do it, what they would say, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. That's when you, when you hear preachers hoop and holler. That's where they got it from. He'll fix it for you. <laughs> As a matter of fact, he's fixing it already because all things work together for the bad. Everything is going to turn out bad. The way I look at it, all them stuff coming at me, everything is going to turn out bad. God says all things is going to turn out for my good. To them, come on, ask the question, do you love the Lord? Show hands those who love the Lord. Let me see your hands up there if you love the Lord. Because if you don't love the Lord, he ain't going to work for you. <laughs> you know, I hear, I hear people who don't know God, God said, all things work together for my good. No, it's not going to work together for your good if you don't love God. But it didn't stop there. Let me finish it. To them who are called according to his purpose. Come on, say, I got a purpose. It's in Jesus. And all things is going to come together. I'm moving into year number four. You know, the Hebrew here is 5,784, right? And this is what? 2024. Something big is about to take place. <laughs> Hallelujah. When God's calendar and the Gregorian calendar comes together, I know that something you can speak gloom and doom. I'm speaking life. I'm speaking I am not going to participate in your, what's it, what's it? <laughs> I'm not going to participate in what the government says is coming. They can keep that for themselves. They can keep that recession. You know, recession. Re means you Go back to, <laughs> to the last session. <laughs> I ain't going back to the last session. God says, exceeding, abundant, 
above all. I like that word all because I was going to miss that word, but you helped me. Help me. Jeez, you always help me preaching, right? All that you ask or think, my God is going to provide it. So I'm saying to you today, everything for the child of God is going to be all right. <laughs> yes, I've come this Christmas Eve. God sent me to tell you that 2024 is going to be all right. Why do I have to say that? Why can I say that with boldness? Why can I say that with boldness? Because Jesus, because Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the conquering lion of the tribe of Judah, He's the first, he's the last, he is the beginning, he's the end, he's the aleph, he is the top, he is the A, he is the B. This God who I serve, this God who I've been serving, now we just, we just... This God who you've been serving is saying to you this morning, it's going to be all right. <laughs> That's his word. It's going to be all right. Don't get crazy when it shakes. <laughs> Don't matter when, it, when the shaking starts. Don't worry about the shaking. You see, when Noah was in that boat, right? And that boat was skimming on, on the water. The Bible says the water came up, right? It bust up and that boat was still on top of that water. Come and say, I'm on top. I am from above. I'm not from beneath. So because I'm from above, I'm going to stay up there and above. Because all that was happening, Noah and his family was all right. Come on, say, my family is going to be all right in 2024. My family, 5,784. <laughs> my God, I'm... I, let me, let, me, let me end this right here. On a, my voice has to end it on a high note. Is that a high note? Ding! <laughs> I'm saying to you all, God sent me to tell you. You want to hear? How many want to hear? Show your hands. It's going to be all right. <laughs> So you can walk out of here when the news media say, well, we're in a deep recession. Well, I'm in abundance. <laughs> well, prices are going to be way high. 
That's for you, not for me. Because if flour or wheat goes to $100 a pound, how many of you is still feeding your family today? Then why are you worried about I went to the supermarket and I bought some meat and stuff like that. A few years ago when I bought the same meat, I was paying like about 30 something dollars. I paid 65 bucks for the same meat. Oxtail. buy an ox for 99 cents a pound. <laughs> but guess what? Did we buy it? My God shall supply all of my needs. But it didn't stop there. According I say according to my riches. How my pocketbook is. No, no. His riches in glory. So, Father God, I thank you today. I praise you today. I worship you today. I thank you that I'm a part of the family of God. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, Lord. Or seed begging for bread. I am so thankful that I look to the future with faith, Lord God. I look to the future not in fear. I don't fear. You said fear not. I look to the future by faith. Because by faith, all things are possible. And so God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. That I'm blessed. Come on, say, I am blessed. I'm blessed. Going out, I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed because God says so. And if God says so, nobody can add to it, nobody can take away from it. God says so.